Welcome to episode 22 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. Oh, you didn't interrupt me this time. I'm trying. Oh, thank you. you know, it's a real effort to not be rude to you. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm working on it. <laughs> we have a guest. We do have a guest in studio. In studio. Who are you? And why are you in our studio? I'm the guest. Yes. And the guest is... Rocky DeVito. Ah, the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> and and what company do you uh, work in for? For create, create? you created. What's I, your company? Uh, I built. Burn to Earn Productions. From the ground up. From the ground up. With Legos? From the DBA up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you do there? Uh, What does this company do that you've built from the ground up? um, You know, we do some stuff. Oh, cool, cool. Cameras. Yeah. You know. Nice. You throw cameras at people? You know, we throw cameras at people and uh, we have some lenses that point at some subjects sometimes. That's always good. Tell them to say things. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, And we use not Home Depot lighting anymore, so. Finally. Yeah. We use real lights. Wow, big boy. I miss Home Depot lights. big boy lights. (laughs) Those hot bastards. Mm -hmm. And those things were They were nice in the winter, I will say that. Yeah. I did just graduate (laughs) from hot lights last year so yeah ah yes it's all led now yes oh yes but we do got a couple of my shopping cart ready to go oh which ones you have in shopping cart well i i want to um i want to get a panel so i'm kind of torn between an icann and a dracast i don't know how you say that dracast um and they're both pretty nice but it's basically going to come down to whichever one's brighter Mm. so uh and you know because they're both they're, they're you contact one. Paul from ICANN. Was Who? it Paul? Barry. Barry. <laughs> I, already, I already did, was actually. someone else named I Paul? I talked to Barry, and Barry sent my information along to... Paul was to, rolling. Okay, I see, I knew Paul's somebody rolling, was yeah. Paul. I was like, there was a Paul somewhere. Barry sent my information along to their team so I can uh, hopefully start checking out some of their lights and reviewing them. Are you that listening, ICANN? 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 Want to try your uh, stuff? So Let yeah, us I have do that. that because I have the IntelliTech, which is a Fresnel which is pretty good. But when we were filming um, this micro short we did, I noticed that it was uh, still not bright enough. It was barely bright enough, but You're never I need happy. more power. Oh, you, are, you only have a 165. That's right. It's only 165. I want to get like a, either like a three, whatever you got that 385 or whatever. 485. 485. And then either that or a 300 D I'm still de- debating because I like the 485 better, but the 300D is smaller, and I yeah. like that. Yeah, it's definitely smaller and more uh, compact, but the fan noise yeah, is pretty Yeah, that's what I've heard. Uh, and then just get a couple like of the a couple panels and then call it a day. That's all I really need. For now. For now, yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> My <laughs> wife, every single time, I'm like, I just need this one thing, and then it's complete. And she's like, until? <laughs> <laughs> until they come out with something better, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> until the next thing. Yeah. Well, it's too bad you can't get any of that stuff because all our money's going literally into the crapper. Into the crapper. Unbelievable. Home ownership. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to make films, don't buy a home. 
Or a septic tank. Or a septic tank, yeah. <laughs> or buy a home Just get an outhouse. Ready to go. You know? Yeah. Just get an outhouse and an outdoor camping shower and you're good to go. <laughs> you don't have to worry yeah. about that ever happening. Yep. So, um, something pretty exciting happened. What's that? Where, what, who? What? What happened? What happened? Huh. We won the somewhat, somewhat north of Boston Film Fest. Yep. We did. Best And I'm still not comedy. sure how that happened. Well, yeah, I paid them a lot of money. Let's be honest. We don't have any money. Because we had an amazing crew. That couldn't be true. That's why it's so apropos, if you will, that Rocky's on the show because he (laughs) helped us light that that puppy. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a fun shoot. I just wish we had another two hours in the location. Could have used another four hours. What are you going to do? Would have won probably another couple of film festivals. (laughs) Yeah, right? We would have, yeah. But well, uh, we, yeah, so. we won it as is, so it couldn't have been that bad. We won it, and we are we are supposed to go. We are scheduled to go, and then a tree fell on our neighbor's fence, so we had to deal with that situation. And your car, your engine light went My on. My engine light came on. The day before. Mm-hmm. No, two days before we were supposed yeah. to leave, and we were like, okay. Maybe it's a sign to Maybe we can't afford out. to actually go up to Rhode Island. So we yeah. didn't go mm-hmm. like idiots. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, what are the odds? We're not, it's, you know, we're not going to win this film fest or anything. Not that that's where you go. But, no, you go for the experience. Well, I like and the you, ne- I like the networking like and watch, all that. Watch your films being watched by people. Yeah. So shout out to whoever I don't know who was responsible if that was an audience pick or yeah. if that was. the It's clearly a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, thanks, thanks for screwing up. <laughs> no, we said the Faffer that movie. Yeah, the Faffer, the Faffinator. That's the one we wanted, <laughs> yeah. not the Gaffer. Yeah. Uh, but actually, the the um, I guess the creators or whoever's the. the 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 mods Jay, the Jay, mods of Jay it. Doherty, I think his name is. I think so. Um, reached out because they wanted to play it again mm-hmm. at some other. Yeah, it was the best of. Yeah, they had they had a best of, so they watched it again yeah. willingly. Yeah, on purpose. It's crazy. They must have fast. They must have watched that two times speed or something. <laughs> you know. That's why you got to just make it like ten minutes because yeah. you're like you'll watch that again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, it was yeah. like seven. Plus, well, that's what they so. say: the shorter the film, the higher the chance of it getting into a festival. It's well, like we, have, to we place. have short attention spans, you know. Yeah, got to. So this micro shot we do should get in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. I'm I'm waiting to get torn apart on YouTube by some like little pissant. Oh, 16 year old well, that's creeping in his basement on YouTube. Yeah, I didn't really believe that's his never made a film because uh, why would he? Why would the gun jam and then he'd get another one? Where you didn't establish there was two guns? No, for the micro short, I mean, I'm like oh, waiting to be like, oh yeah. Well, if there was really something there, then she wouldn't have been so old. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I feel like thirty-something-year-old trolls would say the same thing. Then just little sixteen-year-old. Well, whatever. I mean, it's all—it's all part of the internet. You know, Does you it deal matter? With it. Who cares? Who cares what they say? We're it's, making it. For it's ourselves. oh yeah. It's always it's always somebody who doesn't have a film to of show. Of course, of course, because the Seems people that be. yeah, because they don't understand what goes into making it. Because even when I watch a film that I don't like, you can still appreciate the uh, the artistry that goes into it. You know. There was just that movie on before that one. I wasn't a big fan of with uh, eh. the snowman one. What was that? Oh, one I haven't. On? I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, it was just on. In well, the Michael background. Michael Fassbender's in that. Well, he's great, but the movie <laughs> so. as Magneto. Yeah, the movie. You know, I I wasn't a big fan of it personally. That's just my personal taste. When but, did you watch this movie? Well, I was just I was peeking over at it. Oh, while I was on, but you didn't watch the entire. No, I didn't watch the entire thing. But what I did see, you know, it was made competently and it was like yeah. lit well and all that sort of stuff so, so it was just it's a not like, story or well yeah but that but point is point i'm trying to make is that there's a lot of people that tried their best to make that film 
Yeah. You know, and, and whether we thought the script was great or not is irrelevant. It's just that they made their film. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't a sequel or a reboot or whatever. I always appreciate um, original films. You know, I do. I believe you. It's our bird. So There's always something. Yeah. All right. So, Rocky. So, Rocky. Tell us about yourself. Yeah. When did you start getting into uh, playing with cameras and whatnot? Well, I went to SUNY school. SUNY Cobleskill, for those who are listening and know mm-hmm. New York. And Go Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even tell you what their mascot was. Yeah, I, I was there for a, a short ferret. period of time. <laughs> it was like a year. But I was already, in my mind, I escaped like six months in. I yeah. was done. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so much so that when I realized, and this is what they don't tell you in high school, when you're going to college, they're mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, you could take whatever you want, be whatever you want. Nobody said you had to get there early to get what you want. So I yeah. was, I showed up, you know, I had moved all my stuff in. I'm like, ooh, met my roommate. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, oh, what classes you got? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't gotten down yet. He's like, dude, <laughs> you should probably go because they're probably all filled up. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what do you mean filled up? And he's oh, like, no. You got to sign up. And I'm like, you think astrology is filled up? <laughs> I was like, oh, I better go. And I go there and every class that I wanted to take was all filled. Every yeah. single one, except for like the core classes that they make you take, like yep. math. And I was like, I have yeah, to those, take that Those here? never get filled up. Yeah. I was like, why do I have to take that here? So first semester was a bunch of classes that I didn't even want to, I had no interest in. There was like some kind of, I don't even know if it was a therapy class. I don't know what it was. Wait, where were you? What were you? What was your goal? I was there for like liberal major? arts. Actually, I was there because my high school girlfriend got into a college that I couldn't get into, and I wanted to get into her college. So I was uh, like, let me go here, yeah, yeah, you know, and then I'll transfer. And there's so many things that are wrong with that. The cornerstone <laughs> to any good college education, yeah. Yeah. following your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so as I was there and taking classes that I didn't want to take or mm-hmm. do anything, uh, I decided by... Second semester, because we'd broken up, and I'm like, well, I'm staying here, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, so then I saw that a film class had opened up. And I was like, well, I learned my first time. I'm going to sign right up. Yeah. <laughs> first one <laughs> signs up. <laughs> Signed up for that film class and bowling. Those were my two. <laughs> bowling. My two. <laughs> okay. Those were my two classes that I was like, no matter what, As one I'm does. doing film and I'm doing bowling. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and you the had rest... like, a, like a big Lebowski thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> you were Lebowski before Lebowski was I Lebowski. I, I only got a B plus uh, <laughs> in bowling. In bowling? In bowling. Oh. oh my god! Come on. I don't know. And it was well, I got a B plus because it was an eight a.m. class. As oh well. hell so, no! <laughs> there was a lot of times like when, and if you're not from New York, you know that winters in New York, mm-hmm. it's like you look outside, and if there's so much snow, you're like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Doing yeah. so, what would you bowl? I think I got go. myself up to like a two two forty or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah, and, and then you know had a sick curve on it. Yeah, you know, and then it snowed, and I was like, I'm not gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> so then I went on the final, and I pulled, and he's like B plus. I'm like, you just came out of that with that. Yeah. How do you really know? Yeah. How do you grade bowling? And there was a sheet that was like, where would you throw the ball? Oh, wow. <laughs> there was a sheet. In and the like, air. In the middle. That's where it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. I want to hit the, the pin in the middle. <laughs> so, but either way, before we get to bowling, I took a film class. And uh, that's where I now realize this guy had no clue what he was talking about. Mm. Um, 
and really but it did pique my interest you know the one thing that we get to do we got to do was you got in a group you know which is honestly that is the reason that i started doing this i enjoy collaborating with people yeah it's like one of my favorite things to do mm-hmm. is collaborate with people and work with a team and mm-hmm. come up with something because you can come up with something all day long on your own but when you collaborate with somebody and there's just these different versions that you know it's a thought process that you've never had on you're like wow i love your idea and then you could build on that and they're like oh you know and you end up i don't know with something make, awesome. yeah making yeah. some great stuff so we did uh i think one video and it was you know it was my first acting debut oh boy yeah held hands at a girl <laughs> yep it's my first yeah take that know. rocky's ex-girlfriend uh, <laughs> <take> that. <laughs> that was my first love scene as you would say uh-huh. holding hands walking straight nice. make sure i didn't look away nice like a bowling ball yeah Straight, no. In the straight line, in the straight line, actually, <laughs> going yeah. right down the middle, going right down the middle, <laughs> and then we broke off. Uh-huh. Um, and so once I that when I was in Cobleskill taking that class, realized like, yeah, this is you know, I stopped going to all my other classes because yeah. at that point in my mind, I was like, this is what I want to do. So before that, you never had really an interest in filmmaking, or uh, no? Nah, I mean, besides yeah. playing with cameras yeah. and you know. Just running around, you know. I think when we were kids, we would do like little yeah, skits with them and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, stabbing animals and oh, no. you know, whoa, whoa, reciting whoa. scream That's lines. A- real animals? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, this took right. a turn. <laughs> I did have that like, was a lot Rocky of cats DeVito, up, yeah. and thanks for joining us. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, so I I remember I looked up New York Film Academy mm-hmm. and was like, yep, this is where I want to go. Not even realizing Cha-ching. that you need money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Wait, uh, you just don't show up? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, and I talked to my parents, and I'm like, so, remember, like, I said I wanted to go to college. Nah, I'm, I'm over that. Film school yeah. is what I want to do. And my dad's like, you're getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going. You had your shot. What yeah. are you talking about? That was it? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I want to do over. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, that can't be it. He's like, that's it, man. You had your shot. Yep. You, you want to go there? You pay for it. So... Uh yeah, I worked like two jobs, three jobs, and then I met you. Yeah, then it was all over. Yeah, and then <laughs> oh, really? That early into it? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I remember because I remember um, you were looking at a bunch of uh, different avenues for like education and stuff, like interning with people and and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I was just like, this guy's he knows what he's doing. He's got his shit together. I gotta get on board. <laughs> I'm getting on board. Yeah. It actually was I I when I went to go do that, we were already making films. Mm. Um and when I went to go, I looked into this program that let you go and like kind of intern at a studio. You know, mm. it was like you pay seven thousand yeah, dollars and you get so to I remember intern this thing, yeah. With the studio. The first time they sent me to this studio in like Spanish Harlem. It was the worst neighborhood that you could have possibly sent some kid to walk down yeah. and, and be like, oh, you know. Uh, I remember I walked past this crackhead hotel. Thank God my stepfather like followed me down because he was yeah. like, do you know where this is? <laughs> like, wouldn't be going there. And I go there and this guy, you know, he had a, a little studio up in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And his whole ad- advice to me, because he was like, oh, this is the film that I did. He was a very nice guy. But he was like, oh, this is the film I did. And I'm like, oh, how'd you get funding for your film? He's like, oh, I'll tell you. You got to <laughs> hit up your dentist. You got to hit up your doctor. 
you got to hit up. I'm like, pretty much anybody that offers you services. Yeah, <laughs> he's seriously. like, yeah. He's like, I was like, what happens? Like, don't they look for their money? He's like, well, yeah. And you find a new doctor and a new dentist. <laughs> oh my and, god. You know, and I'm like, oh, okay. So I went back and I had called the program. Mm-hmm. You know, naturally they're out of Malibu, California. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like went off on the guy. I was like, how do you send me to a studio in Spanish Harlem like that? You know, and, and again, the guy was very nice, but it was just not a great neighborhood. Yeah. Wouldn't want to go there every single day. Yeah. And I don't know what this guy could have taught me. Uh, so. And I'm pretty sure there's a cat cafe and <laughs> like uh, a bunch of hipsters there now. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, so he put me into another studio, and this one was much better. It was called Bravo Media. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Tim. Tim, if I will track you down one day, <laughs> and thank you, because I went there, and I showed him Eve's Hollow. Yeah. At the time, we just finished Eve's Hollow, yeah. and we, you know, and I'm in there, and it's this gorgeous fifth avenue green screen studio he's like oh you know jay-z does things like he was just you know name name dropping a bunch of people seeing if i could probably you know not get starstruck or anything and i ended up showing him because he's like what can you do and i showed him eve's hollow Mm -hmm. and him and his whole crew watched it they loved it they Mm -hmm. thought it was great they thought it was you know very cool and he gave me the best advice that i ever got in my life which was this program's not going to do anything for you. <laughs> I maybe could give you a camera and you can run around, shoot me some B-roll around New York City, but yeah. that's really all I could do for you. Yeah. Uh, my suggestion would be take that money, go buy your own equipment, and start making your own films yeah. and just start doing stuff and yeah. you know learning. And that was the most realist advice that anybody ever gave me, yeah. you know, and, and, and you know, the, and he would have gotten kickback for that program for right. me joining and taking it, but it wasn't about that for him. So right. Tim, I will find you. And thank you. <laughs> Thanks Tim. Someday. This episode Good is old Tim. sponsored by Tim. <laughs> uh, and yeah. And then I'd started burned Earn productions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and went into years of corporate video. <laughs> he says with disdain. Yeah. So, so we met. So, just a little background. Yes, we met in in Pauling. I lived in Pauling with my friend Brandon. Yep, on Pauling Lake Estates. And I think Brandon. I have a horrible memory, so you correct me when I'm wrong because it, it, it will happen. But uh, <laughs> he had said he he had mentioned your name and said, "Oh yeah, Rocky. He does films too." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> so then. I don't know if you like came over or something. I don't remember what happened. I came over that day to your house and Brandon had showed me Killer Ninja. Killer Ninja. Oh, Jesus Christ. Showed me Killer Ninja, (laughs) and which was a Peck Dunn production back then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the name of all Mm -hmm. it was going by. That's how. 101. That's how far back that goes. Yeah. Yep. Peck Dunn. Peck Dunn. Uh, And. I was like, I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm ready to work with these guys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then we just, I don't know, man. Just started making films after that. Running around. like And like every filmmaker always has those beginning stories, right? When they're like, oh, I used to run around and make film, bad horror films with my friends. And that was, that was what we did. We were running around making mainly horror films. Yeah. Um, and a couple action films. <laughs> <laughs> Hideout to this day is my favorite. Yeah. One day, I, I, what do they call them now? Like uh, one shots? They call them one shots. Like one or, takes. One take. Not not one takes. Single but take. Like, oh, like a, in a single location. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, a one yeah. shot. You yeah. know, filmed and shot everything yeah. in a day. I even had my son, who was probably 
I don't know, six, six, four, four, something like that. Four. Hold the camera in certain parts and stuff, and uh. well, yeah, because he was like seven. And I remember, up, so. I remember yeah. we 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 were like bartering with him to to help us, and I had to film him chasing, I think you around or me around the yard or something like that, just so he would do what we wanted him to do. That was ridiculous. I was a, a child actor willing to work for a chasing. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it was. But yeah, those. So the, and now and we can't get that days, kid to return our call. Yeah, seriously, Jared. At not fully. Yeah, at not fully. At not calling back. At not calling back. <laughs> <laughs> but he, yeah, he, uh, so those were like the beginnings of everything for both of us. Yeah. You know? I mean, for at least, you know, for me, I, I say this, like that time in my life, that saved my life. You yeah. know, like I was, I didn't know where I was going, what I was mm-hmm. doing, rejected from, you know, my parents saying no to film school. No idea what I was going to do. So that time saved my life. You know, like I think we were also working at Mama's delivering pizzas together at the time. Pizza delivering, working at Home Depot. You were at Home Depot. I I was at Home Depot. No, I was working in Green Tree or whatever, working in those. Not Green Tree. It was like loading the pine or whatever I did. Yeah. You played with wood. Yeah. (laughs) Paul loaded wood. Loaded wood. He likes wood. (laughs) He literally stacked wood. That's all he did every day. Yeah. I mean, it was pine. It wasn't like it was oak, but still, it's heavy. Well, you were unemployed when I met you, so. Yeah, it's true. Uh, And I was like, I'm going to date this guy. Like, this guy. Do you have a job? No. Let's do this. Let's do it. Which is ironic, because I met my wife when I had no job, too. Yeah. See? See, It pays to stick through it, ladies. (laughs) They see the potential. It's got to be the potential, though. Yeah. You, have so, to, you got to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that was a big time in my life as well, because that's really when, uh, you know, because I started making films later in life, because I'm a little bit older than you. And uh, I just, that kind of gave me direction. It gave me something to do, you know, and eventually just kept making it, kept making it. And then, you know, look at me now. Uh, well, so it was I, awesome you know also at that time and when, you, didn't, you know and that time is not like you're still learning and you want to make a good film but it just it's simpler i'm not gonna say it's more fun or less fun it's, it's less on the line yeah now yeah, yeah you, you put so much money and time into something mm-hmm. that you're like shit that didn't turn out right so but, there's a certain freedom in your mind when yeah. it comes to that and i don't want to say it's more fun than making films now because each has its own kind of merits it's and fun everything, in a different way but it's fun in a different way yeah yeah well, I think also, too, it was the biggest learning experience. Like, that was yeah. our first time besides, um, you know, when we went to go make That's What She Said, which never got released because we never finished it. Yeah. But at that time. With two different actresses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which you could not explain that, yeah. even if we tried. Yeah. Um, so, that was the first bust. But we did meet Damon yep. at that time. Yep. Uh, Damon was not a... Uh, Fellow of ours that still does video to this day with us. Yeah. You know. Shout out to Damon Catavera. Shout out to Damon, Damon Catavera. Um, but, you know, at that time, what that taught me was, you know, to try to get people, like, when you actually write your first, like, when, when I wrote that first party scene and I was mm-hmm. like, great. Now, how the hell do I get 30 something people here? Yeah. So many times. That night was it, a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was wow. it was tough, you know. And I will, for the record, I was sober the entire time. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> everybody else, that's how you get thirty people mm-hmm. to yeah. a party scene is to throw a party yeah. and try yeah. to act in the middle of it. Yeah. And uh, you know, now that I actually am on, I do want to thank all those people for coming for zero dollars. Yeah. I mean, they came for beer and, and pizza. Yeah. But 
for zero dollars and they committed almost that whole summer. I mean, how many? We yeah. did a lot of days, yeah, yeah. you know, and to fill that each and every single time, mm-hmm. Alan, like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you who was there. Yeah. You know, but when I watch, I still have the the cut mm-hmm. when I watch that and I see how many people did come yeah. and, and help me with that. Like, I just, on the record now, want to thank every single one of you for doing that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All of them, you Getting know, and thrown I, off the, the, the down the stairs <laughs> onto yeah. a mattress. Yeah, my body took a lot of hit yeah. in that, you know, and that was my first like directing, acting, yeah, yeah, directing other people. Yeah, because like, the, the 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 premise of this the film was supposed to be that's what she said. So it was three different people's interaction with the same girl. Yeah, and uh, so we each had to write our own segments. And mine was just like this nerd guy who can't was horrible with women. Yours was like this wannabe rapper guy. Yeah. And then Brandon's kept changing. I don't, yeah. even... <laughs> I don't know what we. I couldn't tell you what yeah. his story He's a was. Chameleon. Originally, it was going to be he was gay, and then it turned into something. I don't know. It just it was all over the place. But we never finished it. Well, it's a good but, thing. But then good we thing did spend the summer the, on it. <laughs> yeah. And then we had we did film the ending of it though when we were all sitting on the couch or whatever. <laughs> Talking about the women, the oh, I about met this girl last said. night, and I met oh, yeah, yeah, because they were supposed to be like when you really saw, wish we finished that. Uh, yeah, it was voiceovers of like this cool story that they were talking, you know, that they would tell how they met this girl, and then but you were really seeing what happened mm-hmm. as it went on. So, uh, yeah, it was it was good. I mean, I'm glad that we never released it because I know that there was tons of electric electric <laughs> electrical cords shot <laughs> yeah. in that. Oh yeah, it was, and, it was a mess. Uh, you know. But is this like, like a, a, an electricity party where there are yeah. orange <laughs> extension cords everywhere? Everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Why are the you know? But Con Ed party. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> nice through a party. Yeah. And I think we switched actresses. I think my cousin was playing the actress in the beginning when we first. Shot really? It. Yeah. Oh, and wow. then we switched to it was Nikki after that. It was Nikki, and then and it was Hope, and it was Hallie. Yeah. Is that consistency you were looking yeah. for? <laughs> Yeah. Again, how do you get 30 people yeah, to commit yeah. to a thing? That was our first time having that big of a, like, it was like an actual set, you yeah. know? And then people tossing me around. It was awesome. It was yeah. great. I, I don't know. That that was my origin story. I always tell Jen it's my origin story yeah. of how I started doing this. Yeah, we've, we've, you know, when we do, like, we just did a micro short. We just went out and filmed in one day. And I feel like that kind of captures that same feeling. Because there's less on the line, and you're just kind of yeah. There off was the no cuff there was no plan. There yeah. was no script. So I definitely we're going to be doing more of those. So it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the that's the horse. That's the horror story. That's the horror the, story. The, the beginning origin, of your career. The origin story. <laughs> the origin. How yeah. Paul and so Rocky met. Now you do. So you do a lot of corporate stuff now. Yeah. So what do you do that pays your bills? So what I do to pay my bills, um, product videos mm-hmm. and uh, corporate, you know, interviews. They they'll call them talking head interviews. Or uh, lately, I've been doing a lot with Melissa and Doug Toys. So I've mm-hmm. been working with kids. That's been actually kind of refreshing, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes anybody that works corporate, you know, like you know, the CEO walk in and everybody's very taboo about it. Like, don't look the guy in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a human. Don't uh, stare uh, them yeah. straight in the eye. They'll yeah. explode. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like being able to work with kids and actually, you know, have fun. And mm-hmm. it's not a, you know, I mean, yes, we did listen to the Frozen track, you know, oh, Jesus. many, many times. Jeez. But, you know, they were loving it. So, yeah. <laughs> got to keep these freaking kids happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so there was some of that. And then, um, you know, now I, I found myself because I have 
tons of equipment. So I wear many hats now. Yeah. But now I'm gaffing a lot of uh, jobs and, uh, you know, or I could do audio or, you know, you and I do graphics yeah, together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I Plenty of things pay my bills. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's not just one. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, you run a true production company. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like you're a videographer, like you produce things. If Whatever it is that you need to get done for the client, whether it's a lot of audio work, a lot of graphics work, video work, whatever, you just do it to get it done. Yeah. I mean, lately I've also been training somebody too, which is like a refreshing thing because, you know, you you learn all these things and then I've never had to teach anybody in my life. So mm. I'm like, yeah. how do I even convey this to somebody? Yeah. You know, and like I get, fr- you know, I'll get frustrated if, you know, just seeing somebody not use keyboard shortcuts. I'm like, why aren't you using keyboard shortcuts? <laughs> you know, but I also think like I got my hand slapped when I was taught, you know, yeah. how to use keyboard shortcuts. Mm-hmm. I won't do that, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but. Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, you know, I think it's, you know, just it's good. It, it takes the right person too to yeah. to be able to say like, okay, sure, I'm going to learn what you know mm-hmm. and and vice versa. So it's cool, you know, like to yeah. collaborate. I love the collaboration. Yeah, I say I struggle with that. I struggle with um, teaching, you know, because I've I don't know if it's how I learned everything. I learned everything through YouTube and, mm-hmm. and online. Yeah, and you on learned my everything own. yourself. So, so I don't know if that it's difficult for. I know things, but then for me to try to explain, for me to sit down and do a tutorial about something I know, it would take me like. Four weeks, because I'd be like, "Oh, this, this is," and I, and plus, I just stutter when I. There'd be a lot of you knows in there. Yeah, you know, and like push. So you can hit F two, you know, know? then you want to backspace, you know. Oh no, wait, no, then then you do this. (laughs) A lot of that, a lot of that going on. So So yeah, I mainly I mainly do the corporate stuff, but when I get the call from Send Three Productions, I get to dabble in the film stuff. So it's you know that that's when you guys are like, oh, you know, we can pay. I'm like, nah, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Well, we, we make sure that we pay everybody. I know you guys always, just always not a lot. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you, just not a lot. Yeah. Or actually, by by this area's standards, we do actually pay, pay a lot <laughs> because well, 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 most people pay nothing up here. Well, There's actors. a lot of that when yeah, it comes pay, to we pay actors. No, but well. I mean, even at, every time I've looked up, and uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it, but. Specific uh, pages, yeah. Uh, yeah. Specific pages on Facebook. Yeah, uh, there's always a lot of. There's no pay. There's no pay for anybody. Great I'm just like, how is nobody getting paid? I don't understand. And yeah. I these things somehow get made. I'm like, all right. But then I, yeah. I listen to the audio of it and I see the lighting and I'm like, oh, that no one got paid. I, I can tell. I get it, yeah. <laughs> the I worst is no when you paid. see the the ads for. Uh, oh, this is an award winning so and so doing this film, and uh, there's no pay. Like, yeah. Really? Well, you must still experience people wanting to uh, shortchange in co- in corporate. I oh, assume there's a lot of yeah. uh, budget changes midway through a job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'll freelance for uh, other video companies too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've traveled the world with um, you know moving pictures and. Um, Let's just establish you've literally traveled the world, just so you know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you've gone everywhere. Yeah, I've I've gotten to you know corporate has definitely let me experience the world and has let me uh, you know see it in a different way too. You Mm -hmm. know because honestly, like you know, I feel like the best people that I've ever met are in this product in this community, the Mm -hmm. the video production community, film community. Um, So imagine meeting 
those people in other countries and yeah. working with other crews in other countries and yeah. you know and they're super awesome and they're down to earth like does worldwide down to earth people and mm-hmm. getting to you taste know? chicken nuggets from every chicken country, from every country. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yep. i will have the chicken nuggets <laughs> everywhere i'll have the chicken nuggets and mac and cheese i try everybody's go. mac and cheese <laughs> yeah. when i go places dubai i hear they're known for their mac and cheese <laughs> yeah. and chicken nuggets but you've been to yeah, you've been to dubai japan yeah, England. Hong Kong, yeah, Hong yeah. Kong, uh, England, Sweden. Um, haven't done Germany or Australia yet, but uh, give it time. Uh, yeah, um, get in those big scary planes. I don't even know London. I I love London. London's such a cool place. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, where else was I? Portugal, Portugal. Yeah, yeah Portugal is cool. Um, yeah, so you know, but traveling really isn't. It's especially for corporate world, like you see inside corporate buildings and all Pretty these much, other, yeah. right, right. in and out of the plane, in and out of the room. Three days to run around yeah, and do whatever. Yeah. yeah, nah, it looks glamorous when people are like, "Oh, you know, look at me getting on a plane." Everybody's like, "Oh, I wish I had that guy's life," but really, you don't want to pack that many times. Yeah, and really, you know, <laughs> yeah. bringing your gear through customs is annoying, and yeah. you know, just packing, trying to fit as much gear as you can in a suitcase, and then. You know, pray that you're not overweight you yeah, know, yeah. on the thing. And or they don't lose it or something yeah, ridiculous. We've had, yeah, we've been on shoots and they've lost the gear. Um, That's so, great. Yeah, you're like, okay, well, I have gaff tape and <laughs> I have gaff tape and my camera. This is going to be fun. Yeah. You know? and we have clamps and gaff tape. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. good go. to go. Yep. Where's the camera? Don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Who's got an iPhone? Let's do this. <laughs> if need be yeah um no but that's the other thing too is you learn you know airline statuses are, are key and mm-hmm. you know you got to be one of the first people on the plane to take the overhead you're that guy that takes like four spots <laughs> yeah. in the overhead and you're like sorry dude it's gear you know yeah but then you're also watching like flight attendants like shove your Shut, backpack yeah. with like ten thousand dollars in lenses and yeah like, please, stop. Uh, <laughs> please stop please stop please yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get it i'll get it I'll get it. I definitely want to make my jump back to film world. Mm. Uh, When's that going to happen? Yeah. (laughs) Working on it. (laughs) That same character, actually. I'm working on it because, you know, I've also, in this industry, I've also met people that have gone and made films and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I've met on the low level, you know, so like uh, the not, not achievable Mm -hmm. level. Yeah. Um, But even that. Hollywood comes in and pushes you right out. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and like I've heard just nightmare stories of people that, you know, they got their $10,000 initial uh, budget and investor. And then once Hollywood gets, you know, and you try to get more investors. And then once you get somebody that knows somebody in Hollywood, then they all come in and they pay everybody out and kick them out of the film and mm-hmm. you get no credit yeah. on it, yeah. you know? Yep. And I know guys that have fought and stayed on it as best they could or, you know, anything like that. So, for me, the only way that I feel like independent people, and that's what I do want Burner and Productions to be, is an independent company that, you know, John Kaczynski can come and do a, a, a film for 700000 or, you right. know, like something where, and keep your full creative freedom, mm-hmm. you know, like we can offer a whole community of people that can help. And I own a lot of gear to do mm-hmm. a great production. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, like that, that's really the goal that I would love to see is like being able to give filmmakers that creative still make like almost like what a movie, like a million dollar budget would be, Yeah. Yep. you know, but they have all their creative freedom and you don't have to rely on investors or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. I mean, I think it's always important to hear out what 
you know, if we if we were to make something, for instance, and an investor were to say, here's my issue with the story or the script or this character, you kind of have to step back for a second and say, is this an issue with the character? If you really mm-hmm. don't see this issue with the character, this is what I love about the character, and that's what you hate about the character, maybe this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. But there kind of has to be that give and take. If it's something that doesn't really destroy the story and this person is saying, hey, I would like it this way and you know, this person's investing freaking $15,000, then you try to work around it. But that's a fine line because then let's change this. I just, well, is this the same story anymore? Right. <laughs> is this, right. Or is this just something else right. that my name is being attached to now and you don't really have the same passion for well, it? Well, it's the thing of giving up um, creative control versus financial control. Yeah. You know, a lot of people that come with the finance, the financing part of it want the creative control as mm-hmm. well. So there's a balance of also a balance there of wanting to re- retain your creative control, but then also you, you know, utilize other people's, you know, assets. You know, if they have, if they have, uh, you know, if they have uh, access to funding and they want to help out, then that's great. That can make, I think it's just so interesting though that a lot of investors, and producers and, and, and types want the creative control. Because but I kind of want to go, well, then make your own fucking movie. Well, whatever, you, know <laughs> what it you is? never make movies. You you make our movies, yeah. but you never make your own movie. Why aren't you coming up with yeah. a concept and a story and writing that? I mean, we all, you know, we all rooted for those people in episode one of Project Greenlight all the time. And you're yeah. like, yeah, those people got it. Yeah. You know, they're getting it. Mm-hmm. But then by episode what, yeah. five, you're like... They're not even making and, uh, a film anymore. Yeah, it's someone else's <laughs> film. Every, you know, yeah, everybody wants to be a, a critic and, a, and an art director. So when they have the opportunity to just be able to sit back and say, oh, make that green, make that blue, make that guy do this, make that guy do that, because it would be cool. It's just fun for them to do that. Yeah. And it doesn't cost, you know, it's... The goal is to become rich enough where it. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, we all get our our assumptions of everybody's like that because... We see, you know, like I said, we saw it in Project Greenlight where you see producers take over. You see, you know, time and time again, you see these examples. But honestly, they're probably, for every single one of those douchebags, mm-hmm. there's awesome people that are behind yeah. well, that. It, well, there was like it, the it, chair, that show, they pretty much let good. them do yeah. whatever they wanted. It's just, it's always the negative stuff that stands out, right? You can read on a YouTube video, you can read 50 million great comments about it, but then one guy's going to shit all over what you made and then that one's going to stick in your head mm-hmm. yeah so it's the same i think it's the same when you're dealing when you're on a set or something and you're dealing with a, a director who's just egotistical and then you're like oh, but directors. i think that cre- but they're not all like i think that, creative obviously uh, i think that that is that does run rampant when you think of hollywood though because you hear about really established directors quitting films you know directors that don't need to work with these people they can do yeah. their own stuff yeah. quitting because of creative control so yeah. it's when you're really up there in those films, the, you know, well, that's the you know, multi-million that's, dollar films that that is that is going to happen. Yeah, I mean that's the thing with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a microphone. That yeah. would be a microphone. Yeah. That's the thing with um, a lot of the uh, you know a lot of the directors. Once they get to a certain level, they get final cut, and that's what's really important to them. Yeah, you know, having that creative freedom, creative control. I well, think as a director, you have you have to establish that you want that creative control. Mm-hmm. So a lot of directors go in like, I'm not doing this unless I have right. the final say on the final cut. I mean, the reality is like you being a writer, right? 
if anything, what I had seen in Project Greenlight was a writer, you know, would your script would get chosen, you know, and then at some point they come in and they're like, so we want rewrites, but we're going to bring in this other person to collaborate with you on the rewrites. You as a script writer, are you okay or not okay with that? It depends. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie. When it comes to writing, I don't work well with others. Mm. I, it's been well established on this podcast. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to even try to lie about that. I just. I do. I've always like kind of zoning in and throwing my headphones on or listen, you know, and just listening to picking an album and that becomes a theme for the script and I just go through with it. But I'm. I'm always open to ideas, especially if it's something that you know you write something and you go, okay, something. There's something about this that doesn't feel right, and you're writing it, and so you're too enveloped in it. A lot of times, you can't find what's wrong with it. So you give it to this person and this person. And when both of those people go, I don't know, there's something about this. You're like, all right, I knew it already. I knew that part wasn't right. I just couldn't really determine whether I was being overly critical of, of myself or whatever. It depends what it is. If they're saying, look, we're going to bring in this amazing writer whose work I know, and they're going to help you touch this up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, Especially if I know their work, they, they they do great work. They've written great stuff. But when when it's a suit coming in, going, I really think we just need to make this character a blonde stripper, and well, it's like I, I feel Whoa. like yeah, a lot of those <laughs> a lot of that stuff is motivated by you know numbers, right? You know, thirty six percent of people that go to movies feel that if they see a blonde person in the role, they're going to be more likely to watch the movie or something yeah they, like it's that. like they they so they, they, they play numbers yeah. more more so than creativity it's more yeah. about it's, it's more but even cash even some money. producers that are super creative and they they they're like i love your your drive and your idea and i'm gonna push this as best as i can then they go to the test audience and then you're you're at the mercy of the test audience Pretty you know? right. the test yeah. audience is like oh we want to see we wish this was a blonde-haired girl, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, the producer's the one that has to come and tell you, like, oh, we have to make it a blonde-haired girl. That's yeah. what everybody says. And, and so, it goes back to everyone being a, a, wanting to be an, an art director, and you have a whole audience of people that just want to input. And that's fine. You have you have your, your right to... You have the freedom to have your opinion, obviously. But um, for then the studio to take that and be like, all right, well, if we don't put a blonde in there, nobody's going to watch this movie. It's like, just believe in the, the work. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then make another one. Yeah. You know, but the problem is they just invest so much into something. Well, I think if I how wrote, many times has a film been has there been reshoots based on audience feedback? Because yeah, but because of the price that it costs to make these things, yeah, and that's right, right. where and I feel there's like no mid level movies. You have like your Blumhouse productions, which are like sub ten million dollars, and then you have Marvel, and and that's it. You know, and then yeah. there's nearly nothing in the middle. Anymore. I was trying to explain this to my wife, where she was like, "Well, I don't understand where." You know, what happens, like, why million-dollar films aren't being seen or whatever. And I'm like, I was like, the, the best example that I can give you is when they tell you, oh, this is in select theaters around the world. Yeah. Select theaters around the world means they did not have the budget to put it around worldwide into theaters. That's so, you know, most of their money went into post-production, pre-production, mm-hmm. production, you know. And by the time they got to it, they're like, okay, we this money has to go into theaters or we're screwed, you know. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening <clears throat> is that a lot of people have the money to make the film. They don't have the money to release the film, mm-hmm. which yeah. costs know? a lot. Yeah, the, the advertising. And some you, of the, the really done, indie stuff, they will, for instance, if you have enough money, like if you're on our level, maybe just a little bit higher. If I go to the local movie theater and I 
pay them to screen my movie. Nobody shows up to it, obviously, because I get to say, we screened in London. And that's right. how that works. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, we screened in London. We've screened in 14 countries. It was like at 11 o'clock, an 11 a.m. show on a Sunday yeah. that nobody else went to. You basically buy out the theater. And that's how you get, you know, your laurels. and yeah. <laughs> like, laurels, yeah. So I, either way, that's what I feel like at some point we can help, you know, y- young filmmakers. Because how many actors, I mean, Simon Pegg, when he first started, what were the budgets on his films? They right. had to be really small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. decently small. So I feel like if, at some point, if I can work with somebody that's super great like Simon Pegg and help him produce his movie or be the production company that gives him the freedom to do it for a lower cost, but still he gets his actors still does a great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares if it's a peewee dolly or, you know, a pro-am right. dolly, right, like, right. you know, as long as you're achieving the same shot, you're okay. Right. You know, so and there's nothing wrong with pro-am dollies either. They're great products. <laughs> nothing. I love pro-am. Pro-am is, you know, they're, they're the best. I love to make offer on eBay. Um, <laughs> You know, so like it just it, it will give people more money to go into distribution. Yeah. Oh, that's where my segue was going to okay. go. Okay. Because so you could make this film for hundred thousand dollars. You go to a film festival and you're like, all right, and you're kicking ass in the film festival. That's where you're going to get somebody that comes in and says, okay, we can do the distribution for you, but we don't like your main actor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And they'll say, we'll pay for reshoots. We'll do this. We'll mm-hmm. do that. We think it'll be a better. So again, you're, you're at the mercy of somebody with the money. Yeah. Even after the film is done. Well, yeah. look at like uh, yeah. Whiplash. That mm-hmm. was a short film with another actor who was a good actor. And, you know, I mean, not, not to say that, that the, the, the theater really, that, that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. It was amazing. The actors all did a great job, but that's got to be such a bummer when you were in the original short. Right and the and the injury the, 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 yeah. yeah the you know the the original conception of that and then it's like get out of here we found somebody else yeah. so you're like fuck yeah. and then as the filmmaker right that puts you in a pickle because you're like shit this this actor made this film for me they maybe didn't even get paid and this is what got my film out there Notes. and now I got to turn my back on them because it's like hey if they're gonna make this you can't be in it you know feelings get yeah. hurt and that sucks and like what do you do. You know, and what I was going to say before when you said about like, you know, working with people, I mean, you, I can love a character all I want, all I want, but let's just say, let's just say we got to a point where we had a test audience, never going to happen, but let's just say we made something that actually had a test audience. audience (laughs) (laughs) It's me for the 15th time of watching this same fucking shoot. Um, You know, if you, you, you can love a character as much as you want, but if 80% of your audience is like, I hate this character. I, this character has no redeeming quality. You got to make the changes. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you kind of have to look at that because if you, as a writer, you're like, no, no, this character is supposed to have a redeeming quality and everyone's like, don't see it. Then you didn't write that in properly or the actor didn't pull it off. Right. Yeah. So you have to kind of figure that out. All right. Yep. Let's give this to another actor. Do they, do they play this differently? Which everyone will. It could be the actor. It could be the. It could be the script. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's just so much that goes into that. It's not. It's not just clear right. cut like that. Like, right. oh, people don't like the character. Write a new character. Well, maybe it's not the character. Yeah. Maybe it's just the way the character got played. Yeah, or that the people don't like it. Yeah, maybe the they didn't direct it. Yeah, they wanted to go in another direction, yeah, and they because oftentimes, I mean, as as we know, as as a writer, unless you're part of that production, it doesn't matter what you say. Mm-hmm. People take your script, and they're like, "Thanks for here's your money. Get the hell out of here." Yeah, and what you're seeing. 
unless it's a writer, director, or a writer that's involved, is almost never what the what the writer wrote. That's yeah. the director and the studio's adaptation of that story. Yeah. Well, that's why I love the time that we're in now, you know, like the time where technology is so cheap. I mean, like, you see how many films are being made that, yeah. you know, yeah. DSL, just shoot on DSLRs alone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are making their own films. Um, yeah, can you imagine having to buy film and have film oh, developed? And, yeah. like, this is what people had to do not that long ago. Yeah. An editor used to cost $500 an hour. Yeah. $500 Sitting an hour. Sitting there splicing, yeah. trying to yeah. put your film together. And yeah. although you did know how to do more. Back then, you had to. You had to. You had well, to. It's the same now, forced. right? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're all of us here are forced to do. We are, yeah. But I think it's, you know, back then it was a lot harder to be the. I'm a filmmaker, except you know that you don't know how to do anything. You get a lot of that now. You have a lot of filmmakers that don't know shit about lighting or sound or anything. They don't know anything about making a film, but they're filmmakers. Back well, then, think, you were a filmmaker. You know, had I think, to. I think they had that back then too. There's just so much more of it now that yeah. you see that more often. Yeah, too. I think you had that back then too. But there's so many more directors back then. Like the, Kevin Smith. The, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking. Yeah. yeah, I love Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah. guy, but he doesn't know shit. He doesn't or know he shit. Did, he does now, I'm sure. Oh, but yeah, at the beginning, he didn't. He True. Didn't know Anything. But, you know, then you have like the Tarantinos and the Rodriguez's that yeah, they know had to play yeah. all the parts. If they yeah. wanted, the, if they wanted this film the way they wanted, then they had to figure it out. Yeah. You know, and yep. now there's, there's, you know, you've got a lot more film students and everyone's a filmmaker now that you can, yeah, yeah, yeah I can edit that. Maybe it's not going to be good, but yeah. there's a lot of editors and there's a lot of directors. And I think that uh, the hardest part is that you have uh, people that don't want to put the work in, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. They, they just want to be, they to want do. to call themselves filmmakers, but they don't know anything about making films. You don't know shit until you're getting trespassed warnings <laughs> on you. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting yelled at by property owners. Yeah. Get off my property. <laughs> you don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know anything about making film until you're until running you to, through the rain with your equipment. <laughs> yeah, you have to hold the camera, the boom, while you're adjusting a light. While you're adjusting a light, yeah. exactly. Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> you go Legal gorilla. Because yeah. it, it gives you a good foundation. So then when it gets to a point where you are just being able to sit back and just direct or just do whatever, you can communicate with those departments so much. I think that also helps you because when you go on a set, and people don't know, you know, if I, if I, if I have money, but I don't have any experience, I'm a target mm-hmm. for that crew, right? This fucking person doesn't know shit. Yeah. And they're going to say, oh yeah, we got to get this. We got to do that. And somebody can make a killing off of you because you have absolutely no idea what's what on that set. But when you know what it takes to run a set, you can mm-hmm. say, wait a minute, why do I have seven gaffers? <laughs> do right. we need all these gaffers? Why do we have, why does every single person here have a PA? And why is this, per- why are there nine people sitting with that? Per- you know, we would be able to say there's way too many people on the set. We're paying way too many people. Mm-hmm. But if somebody doesn't have the experience, they don't know. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we always have. Yeah, we always have seven freaking boom operators. You know? yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> so you know what I find in in doing the corporate world is because it, it has so many different levels, uh-huh. right? Like I'll work on a hotel shoot, or you know, we'll work on an infomercial shoot. Those people that are used to that world of delegating and everything then they come down to our world Mm -hmm. and in our world you pick up that light stand and go you know in our world you're this is you're back to go gorilla in our world you know so when they try to step down into our world they are trying to delegate and you're like bro you need to pick that shit up yourself (laughs) and you need to grab it and let's go and they're like huh no 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 the the key grip and you're like (laughs) There's, There's no, no credits. Key grips here. There's no credits here, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. grab that thing and let's go. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and, and that's you know, you're finding those guys having a harder time now to adjust, yeah. to adjust where 
everything is goes because now DIY, younger yeah. guys everybody with their own gear like you have value on the set yeah. you, know? mm-hmm. you have everybody here has a piece of gear when you're the one that doesn't have any gear and you're delegating and all that stuff like your value really just drops yeah. that's I mean, great when you have the money to to burn on that yeah, yeah. But, but well but because that's it's your money right like you're you're shooting and the longer you take the more money you're losing yeah you know yeah yeah so that that was that's the one thing I've I've noticed on the bigger sets is I feel like there's always way too many people. Yeah. There's always way more people than, than need. there needed to be, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so many people that weren't doing anything. Yeah, that I noticed all day. I was like that person has been sitting there, and it's not to say that day. they're not good at their job. It's just maybe they're not needed. No, but that's another person to feed, to, uh, feed and pay. That's yeah. another person to feed and pay. That when you start adding that up, well, if we if you actually have an additional twelve people on set that didn't need to be there, you just fed twelve people for nothing right. for four days straight, and but all then, you know. There may be union rules for that. Of course, that stuff, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, that's well, we be need a X, Y, and Z sets. to be on the set, and that you know, there's probably a million reasons why. But well, uh, that's the thing too. It's like you know, when you go on to like HBO sets, mid level, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to find a category for them, but like they're, I don't know, TV movie, lower yeah. upper level, <laughs> like those Netflix sets, movies and stuff. Yeah. Those sets are like sixteen hours. You're yeah. you're on set for yeah, yeah. you know, and you're. I mean, there's a lot of guys. That they're like, hey. What are you going to do from one to four? All right. Well, we have a, you know, your, your department's not needed from one to four, right. but you're not going to go home. You're not right. going to get in your car, drive off, come back on set, make a big, you know, yeah. you're going to go so, take a nap. Yeah. You hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the one thing is I feel like that the film industry could be way managed a little bit better. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, if, if you get the right line producers in there, they're going to say, no, we don't need you this day. We don't need you this mm-hmm. day. Like right. if you're sitting on set all day long and doing nothing, you weren't needed that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, unless they were Try like, we need it. you to shuttle, you know, actors back and forth. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you're not shuttling actors back and forth, then, then what are you, you doing? weren't there. Right. right, you didn't need to be there. Right. It's just yeah, setting up the time more efficiently and your day more efficiently. That scheduling has. Oh, that's what I've always noticed. Mm-hmm. Not that I've been on tons of huge sets or bigger sets than ours, but. On, on the ones that I have, that was the, the thing that I never got. We talked about this last time on the episode was that mm-hmm. why am I not getting my call sheet until nine hours before I have to be there? So did you really not schedule this? You don't know what's going on yeah. until nine hours before you freaking you know, it's so weird because start rolling? So much How money is this involved. happening? There's so much money involved. You think that every minute would be scheduled down to a T, you mm-hmm. know, and everything would be so efficient and so running so well because you've had all this time to plan for it. Not you so. Know? Or if not, then... You have you can give yourself the time. You One of the I mean? biggest I, complaints was the the on the last shoot that I went on, they had so many extras, mm-hmm. so many extras on this set that mm-hmm. didn't even get in front of. They were nowhere near the camera. They were just sitting around waiting for to the time that they called. would be that they would be needed. It wasn't yeah. even like we specifically needed this many extras for this scene. It was like I can, I I have to say that they probably blew close to two thousand dollars in pay that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, no just on actors that were just sitting around in costume that they fed twice for lunch and dinner. Yeah. And it's now 11 o'clock at night and they didn't even get into any of the scenes. They didn't even need any of them. And I was yeah. like, you know, how did you not know that? Yeah. I mean, uh, they budgeted for it, though, I bet. But that's, I bet you that's they what's crazy. For it. Budgeted for that's it, what's crazy like, to if me. If they sat and thought and figured out exactly what shots they're going to do, what they need for the day, everything they, I don't know, it's just... They just need, it's just, there's an efficiency that's like, like you were saying, there's just an efficiency. But everyone, like Rocky was saying, everyone has their job on those sets and they don't go past 
mm-hmm. that perimeter. Mm-hmm. This person solely, like for instance, one of the people that on that was on set was um, the location scout. Mm-hmm. On this, and I'm like, why are you here? Can't you You're do done. that from your apartment? Why are yeah. you here? You getting already fa- scouted. He was it. sitting yeah. there, <laughs> We're filming at it. but he was sitting there on his laptop, oh, looking for the next one, looking for for other projects. I guess maybe with the same production company or yeah. with the same, you know, with the same channel. Mm-hmm. But I thought, why are you here doing that? Because you are getting paid to be here. We had to feed you twice. You are sitting here in the heat with everybody. Why aren't you just doing that from your apartment or your house or whatever? Yeah. Why is this guy sitting here? Yeah. And I saw a lot of that. Just you know, this person does solely this job, and that's it. Hair and makeup does. Well, actually, hair does hair, makeup does makeup. This wardrobe, this person only did suits. This person only did shoes. You know, it's just yeah. like this seems weird. And then you you go on the set, and it didn't matter that you gave them all of your measurements. They don't have anything mm-hmm. that fits. She yeah. still handed me a size four, and I was like, "That's not gonna fit. I don't fit into just you know. It's like I just try it on. I lit- I couldn't zipper it. I, yeah. I'm not a size four. I'm a size eight. I'm double that. It doesn't fit. They didn't have the right." wardrobe mm-hmm. they ran out of wardrobe it was just a just obscene and yeah. all i could think of was how much did it cost you to have to have all these clothes here yeah. and then have everything dry cleaned oh, that yeah. i i put on once and then it didn't fit now there's like deodorant stains all over yeah. it or whatever and now you have to throw that in a pile to, for dry cleaning or not and, just throw it back oh. on the rack <laughs> well let me tell you i you, smell you everything before i put it on yeah. i smell everything before i put it on yeah. um and that just to me i i could not understand that i could not understand that waste of time yeah yeah but uh you know on on the sets they there's there's just so many waste of time because in so many different areas you know yeah Yeah. like actors not being able to get their lines done right or Mm -hmm. you know you're like you need to land on this mark this is the mark you land and they're still like way over to the right like Again, this is the mark you need yeah, to land yeah. on right mm-hmm. here. They go to the left. You're like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Just land on this mark. <laughs> yeah. I can't make a bigger T for you to stand on. <laughs> it's right here. Land on this mark. And then, all right, I got the mark. I forgot my line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the line or the mark? You yeah. can't have both. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, so you have that person messing up. And then you have the girl that can't get the deodorant stains off the thing, you know, <laughs> yeah. that from the last person that was on there. So there's just so many things that could spin a... a a shoot out of control. Yeah, where you're way a web over. of chaos. Yeah. So why why introduce more chaos by not having everything? You know what I mean? It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, every like because it's be able to, you're budgeted for the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. So Hence, they'd rather just throw money at the problem. Yeah, so they exactly. don't have to like be organized or something. Exactly. It's like I'd much rather. Just, That's why these sets cost so much because yeah. it's the uh, it's that cushion. Yeah, it's financial cushion, which yeah. we can we can make three films alone off of one sets financial cushion they're, they're really sticking to the burning side of burning to earn productions <laughs> yeah that's Look where i came that. up with burn to earn yeah. burn money to earn money yeah and uh, hopefully you, you earn more than you burn if i goal. think now 10 years later <laughs> i hit my 10 year mark you know graduated to the llc and gave my this year paying myself a salary mm-hmm. to see Burn to Earn Productions paid my salary. You know, yeah. it's, it's unreal. That's it's cool. unreal. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, why doesn't this company pay me more? Yeah. <laughs> I, I take the least amount of money out of everybody. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I have some cool shit. So. Yeah. A lot of cool That's toys. all that matters, man. Yeah. That's all I'd spend it on anyway. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, um, so more as I'm, you know, getting, I've been in 10 years in the corporate game and, and, uh, and all kinds of stuff. And like I said, I want to go back to my film roots. And when I talk to people, 
you know, about going back to the film roots, I use you guys as an mm-hmm. example of like, because you guys are my film roots, you yep. know, like that's every, for the last 10 years, anything to do with film, it's only been with you guys. Yeah. It's, well, you got the, you got the equipment, certainly. You got the, the, um, the knowledge, the creativity. Now you just need the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta get that thing. time just, thing going, yeah. you know? And that's the one thing you really just can't get back, you know? And, and the thing is, because we started out the way that we did, you know, I remember being pistol gripped. Uh, pistol, <laughs> pistol whip by yeah. you many yeah. times in my or, acting or days. moving your head. <laughs> yeah, when I wasn't even hitting you. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you actually hit me with the gun. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. That's going to make anybody flinch after yeah. that. Um, Listen, you know, it's, uh, it's getting you into, I just got to get you into character, right? I just needed you to hit your mark. That's that all. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I made the mark real big for you. <laughs> Crack. That movie was the first time, pro- uh, maybe, yeah, it was probably horrible. the first time that actually had like real lighting and like yeah not lighting equipment but just the side of the house yeah. <laughs> i hung a light outside on the yeah. gutter and then it, it just broke. fell down yeah <laughs> it still worked after that though yeah. and i just lights, we man. didn't know what actually happened we saw it through rocky's expression because we had our backs to it and he was looking it's on at the somewhere. light and then his face just went uh and we turned around just in time to see the light go boom like yep. out of view. And we're like, well, that's probably broken, but it wasn't because yeah. Home Depot brought it in. <laughs> was that after Love and Lost? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So Love and Lost was the first one that I was like, that was the first film that I was like, oh, wow, if you light something, this is what it looks like. Yeah. And then, yeah. Sort of thing. Mean, it was like the first step up and then diarrhea. 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 <laughs> <laughs> when did we make that film? <laughs> that's what we call it. That's been, diarrhea. Well, that's been the joke is that when you say it, it's a diarrhea of a hit woman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, we didn't think of that. Yeah. And so now we've just been calling it diarrhea. Yeah. Yay. But yeah, those, are, those were the first films I really started, like, paying attention to lighting. Yeah. Like, what lighting can really do. And that, and when you look back on them, it's still, it's, it's horrible. horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then you're like, wow, imagine when you didn't light anything. Yeah. Well, so I recently used the gaffer as an example to somebody that asked me about doing film with them and yeah. you know and i and it I wasn't the him, lighting in the opening scene was it yeah. <laughs> no but it was it. please don't judge us it was the Just get to minute three we fine. ran out of time <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was great we um, filmed backwards i i use the the fact that you and i for the first time you know i was your gaffer on it mm-hmm. ironically it's called the gaffer <laughs> yeah. i was your gaffer i love it uh-huh. um you and i had a pre we had a great you came up with a great plan uh-huh. and i was actually able to be the gaffer which was take your lighting plan and say okay i'm gonna help you create yeah. what you want to make yeah the fact that your preparation was so good that the lighting and everything came out the way that it did and you know there's no surprise that we that it won you know the best comedy short obviously the writing as well oh. but, nice nice save thank you but the uh <laughs> <laughs> the uh the the look of it you know yeah. the fact that you didn't have to concentrate for the first time on lighting and doing right. all, you were able to direct more and mm-hmm. and you didn't have to worry about him running around doing yeah but, 10 uh, different but it's jobs. also a great example of like you didn't meticulously light the opening scene mm-hmm. and then look what happened mm. yeah you know right. everything else was meticulously meticulously planned out, and yeah. that looked the way you wanted it to. And yeah. then the one scene that you didn't have Paul time to get to. I just want to understand. Call it that all on his own. I didn't it's like true. that. I didn't see uh, that it, lighting it, plan. But yeah. like that—that's what happens, right? Yep. You know, look, it, no, no film is perfect. That's if it's if it was perfect, 
right, then it wouldn't be in a fucking film festival. Let's be honest. If this was a $40 million, $50 million film, it goes to the theaters, it has a huge... You know, when you're going to film fest, it's to watch other people's stuff and to learn and all that other... You know, not everything's going to be perfect. There's shit that's not going to turn out right. And for mm-hmm. the most part, that film was lit nicely, fell apart in one spot because we ran out of time. Of course, and it's not the first because, fucking thing. Yeah, but. <laughs> but, and, and not because you didn't know how to light the scene, just you didn't have time yeah. to light the scene because we we yeah. couldn't really plan for that since it I was walking. It wasn't efficient. <laughs> <laughs> Line producer would have been all over you, bro. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, uh, my, my problems as a filmmaker has always been the first shot. I will take 50 God. takes of the first shot. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. I'm always scared to move on from it. Once I get past the first shot, it's fine. Whatever. But the first shot, for whatever reason, yes, and ironically, I the first shot in that film was not the best lit. Such yeah, is life. So because of that, I now can't go gorilla anymore. Mm. <laughs> I can't. I you know. So when I was talking to the person about We're it, bringing I was like, a, a, like a new. There, there's a new definition to gorilla. We're bringing uh-huh. organized legal g- gorilla. Okay, <laughs> it's gorilla filmmaking that we're is not, don't think, don't think yeah. yeah, don't think about like gorilla. What gorilla was ten or fifteen, twenty years ago. I think like you know that was that was we kind of struggled with that because I didn't want people to think gorilla like oh no lights just throw just run out to the middle of Manhattan start filming without permits. No, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> not when you have equipment <laughs> that costs money and that you can't lose, but. It's, you know, it's trying to bring a new definition to being gorilla. Gorilla doesn't mean that you don't light your scenes. You can. It's just you don't have to have a $10,000 light to do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it with what you have. Just learn how to do it better. You don't need an RE Sky panel, just an IntelliTech F1 It'd be 65. nice, but you yeah. don't have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be nice. Uh, you do kind of have to have it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have to have it all. I think of 50 reasons why we could have to have it. It's like it. all of those things. <laughs> But are you watching a film and you're like, wow, that guy was lit with an Ari? You right, know? exactly. No, not one right. person. Exactly. You know, like, you know, you need to achieve it. And I'm not saying that you don't need a, a slew of M18s to get 18, you know, to get one to one with the sun outside. Yeah. You know, sure. Anybody would experience going to say, let's move it to the shade. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. move it to a shady spot. Yeah. You know, Spoken like a true professional. Yeah. Move it to the shade. Because uh, sunlight is the enemy. It is. I hate it. It could be great. in film. I just wish, yeah. I just wish it was whenever we wanted to shoot, it was just overcast. overcast? You got to move to England for England, that. England, yeah. Or Seattle. That's why their films always look I'll so good. I'll pop up my 12 by 12, man. You yeah. won't even notice the difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's wrap this up because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hungry. All right. Shout outs to. Shout outs to um, Reality Bomb Comcast. Comicast. Comicast. That's what I said. Comicast. Sounds Johnny like you said Colin, Comcast. Mega Brain Comics. Steady geeking. Steady geeking. Steady geeking. Shout out we to were, Damon Cat. Damon, Damon Cat. Cat. Com. Um, we were supposed to have uh, a DP on that I had mentioned last uh, week. Yes. Ooh, who's but that? she um she did she was a DP uh, DP for this film called Sweet Virginia mm. with John Bernthal. Oh, I love John Bernthal. Yeah. John Bernthal in uh Christopher the Punisher, Abbott. Christopher Abbott, yeah, Christopher Abbott, yeah. It, it was, was not very Punisher in that. Movie. It was, it was a beautiful, beautiful really film. She does beautiful work, but unfortunately, um, she's amazing. So of course, she has work to do. <laughs> so, she actually listened to the thing. I was like, I don't want to do that. Uh, no, she 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 was busy. So we're gonna we're gonna try for for her another time. Um, okay. um, but so I don't. I'm, I'll I'll wait. 
to yeah. announce that one once we can get a better schedule. And uh, yeah, I think that's really it. Okay. Nothing well, else. Tune in next week when we're going to get jam, jam, when we're going to chat about something else. Jam? We're going to jam. We're going to jam on about something else. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, and so where can people find you, Rocky? Yes. Um, well, since I've been making my website for a really long time, <laughs> it's been under construction for a really long time. Oh boy! Uh, you could just find me on my Instagram, Burn mm-hmm. to Earn Dot Productions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or you can find me on Facebook, Burn to Earn Productions. Um, or if you want to get personal, send me the um, Rocco DeVito Jr. friend request. Oh, hey But I never check it, so don't get upset. <laughs> on, <laughs> but, uh, on the Facebook? Yeah, I never check my Facebook yeah, I mean, anymore. Then why the hell would you give that to them? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just because you never still know. still alert. Reach yeah. me here. I'm not going to get back to you. <laughs> Those notifications are nice you. to see. Yeah. You're like, oh, I want to be your friend. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and if you can, you can follow stuff? Rocky on our stuff as well, because he'll yeah. be on something he'll eventually. We do pretty much something... Uh, we did the, the, he was our cameraman for NAB. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same guy. The same guy that filmed that. Yeah. He's sitting right here. That's the guy yep. you were talking to this whole time. Listening to. And it all comes full circle. All comes full circle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Can't wait for the next project. So you, are you going to any, before we wrap, are you, are you going to any like amazing countries soon or? No, nah, the traveling has been kind of slow. Hmm. Um, going to NAB in Vegas? I don't know. This year I might. I don't know. <laughs> It's so hard, though, you know? I really want to go. I don't know what they're going to have. Bud. What could you come out with now? Like, Who what, cares, what, man? Just don't you just go for the everywhere. loot? I don't, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I went the last day last time, so there wasn't much loot. But oh. you got to play with everything. So yeah, you're yeah. like, mm, all right. Play with some new cameras and stuff. Like, I'd just go for, I'd walk in for like an hour to grab all the shit that you wanted so you'd have double of everything. And then I'd just head out to the I'd say buffet. I'd, I'd say I'd want to go It'd be if I, if I were to go. To go, like, do the same thing we did at NAB New York, but... There's just so many people doing that. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. trying to get a wireless signal in there. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine, you know, like, if I I could go do that and probably get some views, but it's like, is it really worth my time rather than just going and having a good time and filming that and just filming? Yeah. Fun little stupid things. That's a really expensive video to shoot, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fly to Vegas and yeah. pay to go to NAB. Well, no, I mean, that. but but the main point would be to go to look at everything. But then you have to, you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. I get you, buddy. You know. Well, Rocky can, uh, if he's free, he can come with us when we go to the Case Builder people. We've oh, been, yeah. We've been oh, invited. Yeah. My Case Builder. We've been invited that. to their That guy loved you. Factory. Yeah, that guy loved awesome. you. This guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, th- that was the most entertaining thing for me. I was just like, <laughs> more fascinated by the case building. Yeah. Only because, I think, because I've seen you sit for days at a time. Oh, the, pl- the pluck, pluck and pick? Yeah, doing pluck and pick. And pluck so and when I saw that thing, I was like, this is great. Because I would find like that pluck and pick crap everywhere for yeah. months after that. And my camera gets pretty set now. So yeah. hoping up. Date the lenses. So Always. Mm. Mm. It's never set. It's yeah. That's what set. my wife tells me. It's never set. Let me well, just buy the one camera. More yeah. The camera. Yeah. yeah. That's just for, a while. for a while. That's got to hang Until on Until Blackmagic comes out with the Ursa Mini Pro Mark II. And, the Pro Pro. And then I. Uh, you can get raw now. What do you need anything for? Yeah. You can get raw. Oh, no. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm, le- I'm legitimately fine with my. Like, I'm not. I don't have like. Um, I think this FOMO is the with, longest like, you've had a camera. And I still love for, it for now because you know I'm getting to that point. You usually, where, upgrade like every two yeah, years. There's yeah, some reason why we have yeah. to get another camera. But I'm, I've gotten to that point where finally, where I'm just like, you know what, like, 
you do need equipment, right? Yeah. You need lights and you need a certain level. You need those lights to be at a certain level to make films or whatever lenses and everything. But, you know, your camera, I think is, you know, the camera that I have versus a red, I mean, Ari's kind of in its own thing, in my opinion, but anything less than an Ari, it's all kind of the same, whether it's a black magic or an EVA one or an FS five, they all have their pros and cons. If you know how to make a film, you can make all those cameras look really great. Yeah. So well, just differently. I yep. mean, uh, in all honesty, a carpenter isn't pulling out like his sledgehammer to take on in a little nail, you yeah. know, he's not pulling out his $1,200 jackhammer. If that sledgehammer is an Ari, then I want to pull that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. would you want to slam an Ari into a nail? What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> That's all they're good for. No, <laughs> Shots uh, fired. Man, man, man. They're not going to let you test that out now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for not having sound effects yeah. on your podcast. In uh, our next episode, sound effects. <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> Recommended by Rocco DeVito. Yeah. All right, well, all right. that wraps up episode 21. I love how we say, all right, let's say goodbye, and then we just start And then we just start, again. yeah. It's like those family, re- like when you go to a family reunion and or for the holidays, walk, yeah. and you have to leave, you're like, all right, see you later. And then everyone starts talking about something, you sit back down on the couch, yeah. and then you say goodbye 14 times. That's what yeah. we do here on this show. You're I mean, welcome. definitely when he starts talking about cameras, I'm like, all right, let's continue on. Yeah. This, what gonna, are we talking about? this is going to go on it's for tough. 20 minutes. It's tough, yeah. All right, well, everyone have a lovely Thanksgiving. Thanks, taking. Everyone have a, have a happy rape and pillage day. <laughs> we'll see you after the holiday. Yes, sir. yes. Or you'll hear from us, I yeah. guess. You don't see anything from us. Nope. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks for coming Thanks on. for being here. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love We couldn't decide on a song. We love We couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one.